Movies and Beyond. Welcome. Pew pew. 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 Hi, Peter. How's Hi, it? Peter. Hello. Good, good. Just playing with some sounds. Nice. That's cool. I'll, we should have just this section just play the entire podcast. No, it's then I can't edit it properly. We already been down this road before. <laughs> Even uh, though, what are we? Like 281 episodes in and I still don't understand it? <laughs> yeah, you really don't. But I could, you know, if we really wanted to get fancy, I could take that on loop or whatever, and I can overlay it, like I just have it in the background. But we wouldn't be going on when we're recording, you see. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I I like the sound of our voices, and I don't think we need any background music. Well, you know what? I agree with you because the sound of our voices is like, oops, that's news. Um, <clears throat> The sound of our voices is, uh, it's like candy. <laughs> yes, it is. It is like candy. And you like um, candy. You, I do. You also like sneaking candy into movie theaters. I'm going to out you. Uh, I didn't do that. That was Aaron's mom. She's a rubble. <laughs> She's a rubble. Good job, Aaron's mom. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, she knows how to. She's been going to movies since a long time. So kudos to Aaron's mom for the, uh, for the no haul, the no haul. It's true. Doing yeah. it, doing it live. <laughs> you know, and I think when you reach a certain age, I mean, I feel like you can just, you know, you can just tell everyone to fuck off, right? So even if they yeah. came like, uh, ma'am, you can't do that, she'd just be like, mm, yeah, I can. She's Here, like have some M and M's. Yeah, here's a roll of baggie of M and M's, and then they're yeah. like, "Oh, okay." You, yeah. you know, she got that bag at Costco, and it was just like, "This is for Top Gun. This is for my hito, my mijito, my hita, my granddaughter." <laughs> it's for all of them, um, and me, and you. That was nice though. I was surprised when I was like, "Can I have some?" She like, "Here you go. Here's your own bag of M and M's." <laughs> Well, she knows Aaron well enough that Aaron doesn't share, so uh, I think that was pretty smart. Yeah. So, listeners, Ryan and I, we we, we all, Aaron invited us, our good friend Aaron, who did all the music for the episode, the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. He invited us with his family and other friends to uh, go see a private, what do you call it, a private event to go see Top Gun Maverick? I would say it's private because it was just us. That's right. They yeah. rented out a theater and it was pretty cool and we had a great time and uh maybe that's one of the movies we're gonna review. We'll see. You know, let's church this up a little bit. We had insider screening from someone in the media who got us personalized viewing of Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, you really churched it up. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. also um 
you know, support us. And that's in the support section. But if you buy a shirt from us, we'll give you a movie on movie. It's valid, but you could try it anyway. Sure. Whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Ryan said. Yeah. Um, well, Peter, it was good to have you at a movie. I know. It's, dude, that's been the, the first movie that I've seen in a movie theater in quite a while. So uh, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. You, um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your company. That's good. Yeah, it was good to see you, buddy. Um, I like um I like I like that you and I were able to give each other commentary throughout the movie and not feel bad about it. That that is true. I um I didn't feel bad at all that I was like, oh man, I'm not gonna ruin this for anyone. Especially you had Aaron there too, and he was making comments too. So I mean it, it was all good. If he can do it, he's the one that got us tickets, it's fine. Um, since we already know that we're going to see, uh, that we saw Top Gun, I want to, uh, do a little B movies throwback and I want to give us our Top Gun names that we came up with for this episode of the podcast, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right. Right. Um, I, I remember. <laughs> oh, you remember? We got, yeah. we got pew pew to my That's right. me. Pew 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 pew, 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 So whenever it's like, whenever we're in the air. And I'm like, pew, pew, get him. You're just, you're just, <laughs> pew, 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 <laughs> Yep. I feel like it might then, be a little bit confusing, but I do like it. <laughs> I, I think the wingman would get it. And uh, and then my call name, are they call names? I guess they were call names, right? Yeah. Um, my call name was named after the, the bar that they go to, the hard deck. And I think nice. it's just enough to be like enough of a sexual innuendo, but not. But I think that's what the 80s were for, and I'm going to go with it. So Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, it has multiple meanings throughout the film, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's layered. <laughs> that's right. So many layers. So hard deck and pew pew. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but why don't we uh, get into our quick question, huh? Okay. <gasps> what? How? Why? I have so many questions! Ryan, you gotta take it away, buddy, because, I don't know, you you did all the notes this week. I have not had time to do anything. When I go and do other things, like go to a movie, everything else is out the window. so. So the movie threw you off for the week. You're like, oh man, I went out, did something. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well you got it was also far away so it was like my my time is uh, you know it's very valuable and i have things like figured out to the t and when things interrupt that <laughs> things don't get done like the epic episode doesn't get up on time so <laughs> well you know what, what happens that- that makes sense. Like Sunday and Monday are your days to do the podcast and you, you're really good at time blocking. And when someone's like, go see a movie, you're like, ah, oh, shit. I got it. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Sorry. Go see a movie. I also help 
uh, our friends Nikki and Nate move. Um, you know, it just wasn't a typical weekend, so things didn't get done. So, but here we are now. We're recording. Hopefully, this one gets up on time. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, I'm kind of excited because I don't really know what's in store. So you're kind of you're you're steering the ship this episode. So take it away. All right, Peter. Well, for the first question I have, and I know it's usually just like quick question, but um, I want to hit with the uh, what movie do you absolutely love yet acknowledge it's not a super well-made movie? All the movies we watch. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Which, um, which is funny because uh, I've been following a lot of other movie-based podcasts on Twitter and just interacting with them. And uh, one guy comment said, "Yeah, is it is it strange that I uh, I watch like I would rather watch a uh, shitty movie than a, an Academy Award-winning movie?" And I I, my, I thought in my mind I was like, "No, absolutely not. Like Academy yeah. Award movies are kind of boring, in my opinion." I mean, there's some. There are some good ones. Like I, I'm not gonna say all that, but there is a lot where I'm like, uh, I'd rather go watch, you know, Mortal Kombat or um, the second. Did one. You just, the first one's a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got this question from a, a subreddit, and I, it brought me to my first movie was Mortal Kombat. But you're right; it's Mortal Kombat Annihilation for me. Um, yeah, if that's yours too, not even mad because it's just one of those movies where I think in the comments it said uh, the Mortal Kombat movies felt like they just used extra footage from Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see but that. It was so good. My, <laughs> the other one was uh, for me was Spawn. Spawn is one of, the, and I figure you'd pick like Dark Man or The Shadow or something, but um, just those mid nineties comic book movies where they were really starting to find their own, but they had to be a little edgy and a little bit extra. They just, uh, they just, um, they, they tugged on my heartstrings. Yeah. I got another, uh, question for you, Peter. Yeah. Um, which role changed an actor forever in your eyes? Now, this could be anything like you always see him as a certain character in every movie or he's done something like profound where you're like Brokeback Mountain, you know, something like that, you know? Uh, you know, I, I I think this is probably a given for this, but, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr., you know, I, I don't mm. think... I didn't know really who he was until Iron Man. And then I went back and yet I still just keep on seeing, Oh, that's just, that's Iron Man in every single movie. Now, like Robert Downey Jr. is forever Iron Man, except for if he's doing something really awful, like Doolittle. That was really bad. Not good either. Just really, really bad. (laughs) <laughs> but he gave a dragon an enema and you know that almost saved the film <laughs> i didn't know there were dragons in Doolittle. there is wow. and he gotta pull shit out of his rectum because you know dragons eat people 
and bones don't digest very well. So do I have to watch this movie now to figure out what that, what happened there? Dude. I mean, even if you do watch it, like it does not like, it doesn't stick with you. Like I, that's all I can remember. Like it was such a bad movie and I really feel bad for, uh, Robert Downey Jr. But whatever. Um, I I came to this uh, epiphany in the middle of Top Gun when we were watching it. I I just I thought there's Ethan Hunt. Like I can't even call him Tom Cruise, or I can't call him whatever. I don't even know his name besides Maverick and Maverick. Like I halfway the movie, I was like, "What's Ethan Hunt doing in this movie?" Even so, when they were calling him Pete, you're very confused. Like who who are they talking to? <laughs> I was like, "Why are they talking to Peter? Peter's in this. He's right next to me." I, I have to admit, the watching that as well, watch I, in the rewatching Top Gun. There's a few times they mention it, and they really go overboard in uh in the new movie with him calling him Pete. But I don't ever remember that he's strictly just Maverick to me. And when they did it a few times in the original, I was like, "Who? What? What is going on?" And then I I figured it out. Oh shit. His name is Pete. <laughs> like, dude, Top Gun is like Tom Cruise is not a Pete in any of his movies. It's odd, right? Yeah, it is weird, and that's why I think they just call him Maverick for the most part. I mean, yeah, it, it's every time they used it, it, just it didn't seem right. But whatever, that's uh, you're neither here or there. Hey, Peter, uh, during the um, during the or b- before the movie, did you see any cool trailers that you liked? Mm. <laughs> Here are some exciting coming attractions from movies and beyond. All right, Peter, I gave us a nice list of uh, trailers to go through. Yeah, did you watch them long. all? Uh, the menu, I didn't finish. I just know they're make eating a lot of food and, you know, even from seeing that, I really don't know what the catch was. I was still kind of interested because it was like, that food looks interesting to eat. I'm in. I like how, um, Anna Joy Taylor or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, and beast and, or and the beast. spray paint guy from, uh, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, I like how that, like, he's just like all about this like five course meal, and she's just like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" But everybody else is all in it, and there's some weird kind of cult thing going on. So, is what I gathered from the trailer. Um, I would watch this. I feel like it's a live action Ratatouille. <laughs> you really gotta watch uh, everything everywhere all at <clears throat> once. Are you for real? Yes. All Even right. though I still haven't finished it, because of your statement right there, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> they have a, a live moment. Do they have a live action Ratatouille? Yeah, something like that. It's pretty hilarious. Oh my! God. Um, Willow, dude, that trailer looked badass. I am totally on board with that. Like that is a fantasy show that I can one hundred percent get behind. I'm all in. I what I like about Willow is um 
every time I see the title, I always just hear that voice going, Mad Mod again! Mad Mod again! Yeah. It, you know, like, I, the, I love the movie, and now that, I, like, at first when I, I, when they were doing, like, this series, I was like, you know, a little bit, I don't know, like, if it was a good idea or not. Like, kind of like some of, like, when they, they're doing that Lord of the Rings series, but watching that and then really thinking about like wow yes absolutely because they barely touch they they barely scratch the surface of this world like they we only got a small glimpse and there was quite a bit in that glimpse and and like they can do so much more so i'm really excited and they they're kind of doing a little like lord of the rings-esque vibe you know like we're like hey we gotta get our crew together and you know go on a venture, but it looks like a, a nice group of people that looks, you know, pretty entertaining to watch. So, and it and visually, unlike she Hulk, it looked really pleasing to the eye. <laughs> I like how you compared it to she Hulk right away. Yeah. Well, did you I see like- that? How they, they've like, adjusted that a little bit. They got the CGI a little bit better. And like, said, so you got to watch it in like this, you know, watch it on Disney plus to actually get the good CGI on it. Oh, so they're selling us on good CGI. They're like, hey, those well, <laughs> yeah, everyone was so pissed off. They're like, no, 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 it's YouTube's fault. You know, go to go to oh you get, get Disney Plus description so you can watch the, the good trailer with the good CGI. Um, Are you serious? They're promoting watching trailers away from YouTube just so you can see better CGI. That's it's Disney. You're reaching. You're reaching. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm excited for Willow. Um, it looked like they had a replacement for um, Val Kilmer. In a, in a sense, I mean, it's just a whole new group of people. I, I mean, I I think there's going to be someone that kind of fills that role. But I mean, like everyone they brought in, like looked pretty badass. So I don't know. Like I said, I'm in. I- Hey, um, this one over here is a Netflix movie, The Man from Toronto with um, Kevin Hart. And uh, did you see Woody Harrelson in it? Love Woody. Kevin Hart is just Kevin Hart. Dude, he's always just Kevin Hart. Um, uh, directed by the same team that did The Hitman's Bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So, Which I... I really like that film, and I, I I think it was good. In this movie, I mean, it looks very entertaining and funny, and I will watch it because it's going to be on Netflix. You know, would this be if this was released in the theaters? Would I rush rush out and go see it? No. Would I watch it as soon as it became available at home? Absolutely. Like it's one of those movies. Like it is perfect to re- be released on the Netflix. So I'm in. Cool. I like. It. And like I said, I love Woody. <clears throat> Peter loves Woody. Um, he really gets my my uh, hard deck. <laughs> he makes it a hard deck, I guess. Yeah, that's how he I does. Phrase it. <laughs> uh, next up was a, another trailer for Black Adam. This is a trailer that shows them making Black Adam and all the actors um, stroking the rock off. Yeah, they really love the rock. Oh my gosh, uh, was that was that kind of weird? I don't. I mean, dude. Ever since this movie was like announced, it's all about the Rock. Like they are really pushing that. Like 
this movie would not be what it is without the rock. Like, like I, again, I, I mean, I love the rock, but you don't need to cram it down my throat. Come on. Don't cram um, rocks down Peter's throat. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, it's just a teaser slash, you know, making of, and I guess I think the rock announced that the actual like first official trailer will be released June 8th. Right. We still don't have a real trailer for this yet. No, I don't think this is, they're calling this a teaser. Um, but at least you got a little bit better idea of kind of where the film is going and still very confused. I don't know anything about, about, black adam um visually i think it looks pretty cool and i i think the rock looks badass in it so uh the rock the rock is another actor where it's like he could be hobbs he could be freaking clyde dentistry i don't know i don't know his names in the movies he's the rock like he's never the character in 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 his movies but um anyway well Next one, we finally got a... Hmm? Sorry, doesn't I, I... I didn't realize it actually gets released this year, right? Um, this isn't one that got delayed, correct? I cannot confirm that. I think it comes out next year, dude. <clears throat> right now, IMDB says it's expected October 21st, 2021. I thought, wasn't there a date at the end of that trailer? I don't know. I'll I just move I, on to the next one. The, I'll see if I can find it. I saw The Rock and I saw James Bond. Um, James Bond. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Oh yeah, that this yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, next up is Pinocchio. Is that is that how you say it? <laughs> uh, uh, for this one, yes, I think it is. Um, uh, live, live action Pinocchio. Yeah. Uh, right now, yes, I think uh, Black Adam is supposed to be released October 21st. So, um, Panaccio, what about it, Ryan? Um, I still don't know how to spell Pinocchio. Dude, that <laughs> trailer. Weird. Like, it looked like a joke to me. Like, it looked like. It was an SNL skit with Tom Hanks in it. And then when you see the very like last, like one, like the cards at the end, like that says like everyone that's going to be in it, like George, Jordan love it or Jordan go, ugh, Jordan Gordon, Gordon love it. That's why it's, it's <laughs> two rhyming names. Um, yes. Joseph Gordon love it. And like Michael Ke- uh, Keegan key. No, Mike and Michael key. What the <laughs> f- <laughs> I guess these uh, vodka sodas have really had an impact because <laughs> I wow. can't say these names at all. Here, let me help you out. There's... Keegan Michael Key. That's how, that's why I was getting messed up. I wasn't saying the first name. I started with Michael. Oh well, it's funny. There's Benjamin Evan Ainsworth in here. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Keegan Michael Key. They're just getting people with. Too, like too long three names. names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Except for Tom Hanks. We're like, nah, he doesn't need one. He's cool. Yeah. Unless uh, you go with but Tom it, Jeffrey Hanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But 
it just looked like a joke to me. It did, looks did you, live action, and then it looks absolutely animated. It looks live action, yes. Yeah, like uh, like um, Jiminy Cricket, like he just, uh, I don't know. Like this is going straight to Disney Plus, and I see why, because it looks terrible. Oh, Jurassic Gordon Love It is, is uh, Jiminy Cricket, so. Hmm. And Peter, if you look up uh, Pinocchio 22 live at animate. There's a live action one from Disney, and then there's going to be an animated one from Guillermo del Toro. Yes, and I don't think we talked about that trailer, but I think that's coming to Netflix. Um, and I, I gotta say, I'm probably more. I might like the the del Toro one just because he's a little bit more, you know, edgy, you know, I think it'd be a little darker tone. So that'd be cool. Do you think his version will be like the horror, uh, Winnie the Pooh that's coming out? I hope so. But no, I think he's actually trying to make a close to the original. I don't, I wouldn't say original. Like, dude, a lot of these movies are like fairy tales. Like they're like actually pretty grim. And so I kind of hope he kind of keeps it on the darker side, but I don't. Yeah, know. like Little Mermaid, don't they cut her fin off and um, eat it? I just made that up. Next up, yeah. Last but not least, <laughs> okay. we have Star Wars Endor or Andor? Is it Andor? Now this has to be before it blew up, right? <laughs> oh yeah, this is the planet that blows up. I was wondering what. Why is this so important? This is the um, one that blew up in um, Rogue One. New- oh, it blew up in Rogue One? I think so. Which also kind of blew up in in A New Hope, right? Am no, that was, um, that was a uh, Princess Leia's planet. That was... Um, was it Andor? <laughs> <laughs> Big Star Wars uh, fan over here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I watched the first episode of Obi Wan. That was pretty good. Um, I heard episode three is really good. Where is she? Oh, she's from Alderaan. Alderaan. Oh, Alderaan is the one that. I mean, dude, they all sound alike. They need to make you know move or planets that don't sound alike. Come on. Yeah, like um, Tatooine. Yeah, I would know that one if that one blew up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where all the main characters are. Apparently, yeah. And is it in? Is it Andor or Endor? Andor, Andor. Okay, Andor. Oh yeah, there's Andor and then Endor. Yeah. See, <laughs> are they cousins? <laughs> Andor uh, and Alderaan had a child planet, and it's Endor. Nice. Um, I don't know. I think it looks pretty cool. Like I, this is one I didn't even know it was, or maybe I knew and I forgot it was coming. Um, but I mean, they're doing a pretty good job with, with these star Wars shows. So I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, Obi-Wan was uh, surprisingly pretty good. So, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe and- I haven't picked a recommendation. So maybe I'll just go with that dibs. Ah, dang it. Um, yeah. all right, Peter, we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) 
he cut off a little early. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, I liked it. Uh, all right, Ryan, you're you're the um, anchor, so take it away. Let's breeze through this. All right. In today's news, uh, Johnny Depp wins his defamation case against Amber Turd. Um, he got fifteen million from her, and everybody loves Johnny Depp. He wasn't even there. He was playing a rock concert in Europe. What? A badass. <laughs> I don't know if all that's correct news, but he did win. <laughs> that's that's all 100% true. <laughs> he wasn't there. He was in Europe to be in his rock band. and No, like, no. Over the weekend, he went to Europe and did that. But I think you have to go back for the decision. I'm pretty sure he, he was in court. What? He, he wasn't there. He wasn't there, dude. What? Yeah, Johnny Depp wasn't even there. Like Amber Turd's uh, um, attorney was like, "Look, look how important this is to him. He's not even here." Wow, that's a um, that's a slap in the face with a turd, isn't it? Yeah, like he just knew. Um, that's quite the move for him. Just like I won, I won. You deal with it. Thanks, lawyers. I'm going to sleep with my lawyer later. <laughs> <laughs> um, in related news, Amber Heard uh, says that the trial was a major setback for women. Bitch, you need to quit speaking for women. You were caught red-handed and you doubled down and uh, just admit you were abusive at this point or just be quiet. Like, I lost. No comment. See ya. Uh yeah, I, I mean, why it's bad for women is just because it shows, you know, what some women do. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I'm not saying that Giant Depp is a perfect guy, but just hearing everything, I was blown away. Like, I don't know why they thought they had a case. Like, it was the things that Amber Heard said is just uh mind-boggling man so i don't know that's crazy that i didn't show up i guess he had work <laughs> right work work <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know if i had a case like that peter i'd be like oh no i got a podcast later i can't show up we got this well, you know, and what is so funny is that, you know, like, I'm losing work for this, but I can't make the verdict because I got to work. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Oh, uh, my gosh. You know, my, my my wife and I were just talking about this, and, you know, she was just saying how, like, I don't think any of them, like, you know, came out very good in this. And, you know, like, I, I don't know. I I feel like Johnny definitely came out on top. You know, I think it definitely showed that. Uh, you know, Amber Heard was just an awful, awful person, and and you know, Johnny was mixed up in it, and you know, it did affect his career, though. I mean, the guy lost a lot of work. I mean, like pivotal, pivotal, pivotal roles, like Pirates of the Caribbean and that weird Harry Potter spinoff that nobody really likes. Yeah, but they're still giant movies. Yeah, absolutely. Like Amber Heard lost a role in 
Aquaman, which sounds like an episode of Entourage. Well, I mean, do you think they're going to remove her from uh, Aquaman 2 now? I heard rumors that they were going to replace her with The Rock. (laughs) I heard rumors that The Rock was going to replace Johnny Depp for the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. But Uh I heard... I think that's bullshit because I heard more that Margot Robbie is going to be kind of like the new lead now, which I think that's actually a really good fit. I think she could have a, you know, play a pretty good pirate and make it entertaining, like more so than the the rock. That's interesting. I would watch a Margot Robbie led Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. That actually might get me to go see another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Like, I don't know how many there are now, but I stopped watching because they got worse and worse and worse. So, um, you know who else would be a good replacement for Johnny Depp would be uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I think Jake Gyllenhaal would pull it off. Yeah, I bet he could. I don't know. Definitely not Jared Leto. No, no. Uh, but I mean... I guess congrats, Johnny. Hopefully gets yeah, I I I think I think he'll get some some more roles. And I, I hope that people aren't as mad at him as they once were because now all this is out in the open. Yeah, well they'll get And everyone's gonna hate Amber Heard now because she shat the bed. <laughs> I like I like my response when uh it was announced. So I was like, "Oh, now he gets to shit in her mouth." <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't do that one. Um, let's see. Back to Tom Cruise. Uh, Top Gun Maverick takes a the le- legacy sequel concept to the danger zone. Uh, apparently, this is a thing with Hollywood movies now. Legacy sequels. Um, is that just a new way of saying reboot sequel? Uh, I mean, is that just saying like taking the something that was so old and finally giving it a sequel? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, would you call it a reboot? Like, I mean, I thought it was a legit sequel. It's a legit sequel. Yeah. But yeah. And I, I to be honest, here's the thing. Because they waited so long, I think it actually made it better. Like, I uh, thought it was read. It was a legit a story and maybe we should save this for the review <laughs> but i you know it, it if studios take this on and do this more often and take something that was actually really good to begin with and like hey let's do a sequel and you make it just as good i'm all in for this okay. i think it's a great idea so I don't know what else you would take. I mean, maybe that's a quick question for, uh, you know, the next podcast to think of like, all right, what's something that you really want to see, you know, older movie that you want to see, see a sequel to like, you know, let's, let's hold on to that. I like that one. Save that one. Um, uh, speaking of legacy sequels, uh, there was a report that Ghostbusters afterlife crew created a secret eBay accounts to track down vintage Ghostbusters props. <clears throat> that is dedication to your movie because they can literally just make new Ghostbusters props. 
You know, I, I think that happens actually quite a bit, to be honest. Like I, I've heard stories like that before where, uh, you know, these, these production companies or, you know, they, they go to the internet and they find some of these old props to bring into their new movie that they're doing a, you know, a sequel or, or they just want it in there. So I, I'm not that blown away by that. I think that's cool. I think it's cool that they try to get as much of the original stuff uh, back for the afterlife. Uh, apparently there was some uh, racist remarks said for, or directed towards one of the cast members of Obi-Wan and the cast, the rest of the cast has uh, publicly stated that they haven't, they're not going to put up with that shit. Well, what Good. are you going to do? You shouldn't put up with that shit. Yeah, don't put up with that. You're not a Star Wars fan if you're a racist. You like Wookiees and Ewoks just the same, no matter their height. That's funny how no, they do have issues with Ewoks. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> I told I told you this last episode, man. I think Star Wars fans are some of the worst fans out there. This is. And why are they so racist, dude? Like I they don't did this know. In, uh, in the 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 uh, the sequel trilogy, like oh, with John John Boyega. Well, him and Rose, like, like they really did not like anyone that was not white, <laughs> which is hilarious because Star Wars is an intergalactic galaxy. That's fictionable, fictional, based off space in the future. So, like in that world, they don't have any racism. They have races, different races, but there's no racism. I mean, you talk about a melting pot. Like, holy crap! I mean, that's what it was. Like, I totally get that, but. I mean, at the same time, I mean, if they weren't really like kind of like aliens where they were like, you know, they looked different, you know, it was pretty whitewashed if you kind of think about it. Sand people. Yeah, but you can't tell, was it? They're probably all white underneath. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though? Like, I'm looking back and I'm trying to think like. Besides, uh, um, Lando, oh man, yeah, Lando, like, there wasn't too much, you know, diversity besides actual, like, aliens. I mean, think about it. It's I mean, pretty Gre- whitewashed. Greedo wore high heels. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying they weren't uh, beyond some of the things, but like, I don't know. I'm just blown away by how much hatred is out there for some of these new characters, which, and go to, you know, and this is what's funny. Like, maybe it's just because, like, are they just bad? They didn't like that, that person. Cause I mean, was there all this racism for Rogue One? I don't remember anything for it. And I don't know if that's just because Rogue One is fucking amazing. That's that's the thing. I think Rogue One was just cast completely. It was perfect. But think um, it's very diverse, though. So I give him a lot of kudos for that. So isn't it funny uh, that we keep on going back to Rogue One like it's Empire Strikes Back? 
dude, it is up there for that. I I think, man, like when I think of Star Wars movies, like Rogue One is is becoming like my favorite. Like it is like because I just recently rewatched it and it is amazing. So it is amazing. Uh, well, Peter, that's the news for today. I really had to scrounge for that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, dude, I didn't do anything. I thought we're this is gonna be a laid back episode where we're just gonna pretty much. I mean, we bullshit no matter what. But I thought we're really gonna bullshit and just talk about Top Gun Maverick the whole time. Yeah, I busted out some notes. <laughs> yeah, some agendas. But you know what else I'm gonna bust out? What's that? Some support, Peter. You always yeah. have to listen to us, follow us, watch us, give us call names, put us in fighter jets, uh, support Jake Lloyd. Um, oh yeah, B movies and beyond, hundred percent in support of Jake Lloyd, bringing him back. And the way that you can do that is by helping us and buying our merchandise and always giving us that like and smash and smash us, smash us with that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter. I'm going to talk shit to you. And I'm going to disagree with you. And I'm going to blow up Peter's phone because we're going to be talking with you. So. And he talks to himself. I talk to myself too. (laughs) (laughs) I've been called out on that a couple times. They're like, why why are you responding to your own? I'm like, ugh, personality. That's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) I'm networking with myself. Yeah, network with me so I don't have to network f- with myself. <laughs> yeah, really, guys. Just come on. Talk to the guy. He really needs it. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me. Oh, man. I love it. Well, we have cool merch. Uh, Peter's wearing a shirt. Um, yep. There it is. And that was your ad support for the day. Thank you, Ryan. I can't wait till we have a real ad. Um, geez. that one that we have to read a script for. <laughs> yeah, like ah, thanks for uh, um, Manscape because my balls are now squeaky clean. I okay. try to cut that sack and I couldn't do it. <laughs> Boom! There's your ad. Think we'll get some money? Let's text them. Yeah. Hey, we did an ad for you guys. You guys owe us. Yeah. <laughs> um. <gasps> oh, here we go. Jeez. I forgot what segment we're on right now. We're on the meats. We're on the meats and the potatoes. No, we finished the potatoes. Oh, yeah. That's right. We're getting into the feature presentation. <laughs> Reviews. Reviews, Peter. You go first. Okay, um, I think this is this is keeping in theme. Uh, I, I I mean, everyone knows I watched Top Gun and I also saw Top Gun Maverick, and then I don't maybe it was just the Navy theme. I I saw that Battleship was on Netflix and it was leaving. Uh. June 1st, it was no longer going to be available starting June 1st. And so I wanted to revisit Battleship to really see if it was as bad as I remembered. And 
uh, for you, for those that don't remember this, this is the, the movie from 2012 action sci-fi movie from Hasbro sci-fi. Yeah. There's aliens. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So have you seen this Ryan? Mm-mm. Oh man. I'm waiting for the sequel twister. Ah, oh. Well, they they already did that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But so, yes, this is based off the board game from Hasbro, Battleship. (laughs) Everyone knows that's the game where you're you're battling another player and you're trying to guess, like, where their battleships are are set up. You don't know where they are. There's, like, no radar. Your radar's down, basically. Um, So... They take that premise and made a movie about it. Uh, I remember, I think at the time they had a whole bunch of movies slated to be released. Like, like, I don't know why they thought this is going to be such a, uh, like a big success. Like, like literally they might've had like a twister movie in the, in the works, but I guess maybe from clue and all that, like they were going to do, Battleship, like Monopoly, like all these various board the next games. four. Yeah, like they just had all these like board games that like somehow they're gonna make movies about, which and this is the one starting it off. And I, I you know, I actually think they picked the right one. And <laughs> they actually like dude, they like they got a legit director, man. Like Peter Berg did this movie. Do you know Peter Berg? Um Oh, he's worked with The Rock. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, dude, this is a guy that really works with uh, Mark Wahlberg, man. Like, so many things this guy has directed for Mark Wahlberg. But he's also, like, he's involved with uh, quite a bit of other stuff. I'm I'm on the producing side of it. He did Friday Night Lights, The Rundown. He did Hancock. Lone Survivor, Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, like he's done some like actually good movies, like like Patriots Day. Holy crap! Yeah, the guy is actually good, and you can tell, like you can see it um, in this movie. Like it is very well made, which is kind of crazy. Um, it's the directed the direction's awesome. The visuals are very good. Uh, it's very exciting. It, it It's like, you know, like there really wasn't a dull m- moment. Uh, and, and so you would say like, this is a good movie, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> well, it's funny. As you're telling me this, I'm looking at the cast, Peter, and dude, Taylor Kish, Rihanna, Alexander Skarsgård, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Decker, freaking Liam Neeson's in it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Rami yeah. Malik is in it. Like, is he, he really? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I'm. I guess I missed him. <laughs> Whoops. I mean this. This came out in 2012. You know, like, like so. Um, it could have been one of know, his. It was his fourth movie ever made. Yeah, like so it's kind of early on, and like, yeah, I recognize some people, but there, there's a lot of people I'm like, yeah, 
Like it was very early on in their careers. Um, but the fact that they just made a movie at all uh, about this premise is actually pretty amazing. And, and all the action sequences I was blown away by, like, it's actually kind of funny too, which in some parts maybe was, uh, no, it stuck with the tone. This is a popcorn movie, man. This is your blockbuster. It's a big, dumb blockbuster film. And, and that's what it's meant to be. Uh, where it falls short though, is that they do not care at all about just, the logic and the continuity of this thing. And that's the part. I almost thought Michael Bay made this movie. Oh yeah. I could see that. There's definitely uh, vibes of Michael Bay in this. Uh, Like if you told me he produced it, I would not be surprised, but I don't think he did. He said like Um, Mark Wahlberg, he works with him a lot, like stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, this sounds like a Michael Bay movie, but yeah. Uh, but so like, this is, this is the part that it falls short on is the fact that like, <laughs> so they actually have a scene where they pretty much play battleship. <laughs> oh my gosh. Really? I know. But the, dude, it's actually, they made it again. Peter Berg, I be- is a pretty good director and he made it kind of suspenseful and entertaining to watch but legit like the aliens come to earth and and for whatever reason they don't have radar and uh our the 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 earthlings they don't have radar either so they're fighting blind here uh the 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 humans you know they kind of figure out a way to kind of track it a little bit. So I guess they're kind of cheating in the game, but mm-hmm. literally they were going back and forth. Like, okay, um, let's see what happens. Take a shot. And they're just like firing back and forth, like at night, pitch black, they can't see anything. And they're, and they're trying to see what happens. <laughs> um, but the, so like, it's weird <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. It's weird shit like that. They're like, what are you serious? Seeing it the second time around, it, it the things that I probably had issues with, like that part, I'm like, I didn't really care that much about. Like I thought it was actually kind of entertaining. But my the things I had issues with is that these aliens do like they did they're very advanced. They were able to travel across the galaxy to come to Earth, yet somehow they lose their communications, which the fact that they only have one set of communications doesn't make any sense to me. They can make these like force fields, but at, for whatever reason, uh, our weapons can easily destroy their stuff. They can, uh, their technology is just much more advanced than ours, yet they need our help, basically our technology to get a signal back to their home planet. That's the whole premise of this. So weird shit like that. That was just like, are you kidding me? Like these, these aliens could have wiped us out like very fast. And yet for whatever reason, they don't, they had some weird logic where like, Oh, if you're not a threat, we're not doing anything we're not going to attack you for whatever reason. And, and, but it was very like, uh, wishy-washy with it. They didn't stay true to that concept for everything. Sometimes like you need, Independence Day. 
Yeah, I guess kind of like that. Like they, yeah, they would just kind of like, you know, hey, we can't let these people die right now. So they're going to live because they don't find them as a threat. But uh, we'll go in and kill all these other people and show that they're very destructive and they're very powerful. So it was weird shit like that that just threw this off where like these aliens could have easily wiped us out. And and also part of the brilliance of this is that, I mean, it's called Battleship. So it's it's pretty much it's alien battleships battling our battleships. And the reason why there's no other weapons from us is because they're in this giant bubble, like this force field. And so the outside forces like airplanes and all that can't get in. So it's strictly confined to these people and their naval ships. It's on the board game. It's on the Yeah, exactly. Um, if it if you nothing exists exists past that board game. Like if it's off the board it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, so again, it's this weird shit that it, this is what takes you out of this movie and so it's not enjoyable. But if you could get past all that, like you're in for a very, very fun ride. Um uh what's another oh like another example of just like the destruction like they have these like it almost was like a cross between like um battleship and crossfire you remember that game i love crossfire they should have made a crossfire yeah they should have maybe they will uh but they like the the aliens would shoot these giant like marble things that could just like kind of cut through like everything and they again where the logic is, we're like, all right, we we won't destroy this thing, but we'll go destroy this. Like they had this part where like this giant Marvel thing's coming, it's flying at uh like high speeds. It's coming into this like little leagues like uh baseball game where like all these kids are playing, stops right in front of this kid, and then just makes like a goes around it and just destroys this freeway system, killing hundreds of people instead of the little boy. <laughs> like it's weird shit like that. We're like, Hey, we can't show this that, you know, like, and I don't know why the concept came up. We're like, you know, it'd be really cool. Let's have it go almost and strike a kid and get you like, kind of like all fearful, but then we'll just go around it and then just kill all these people in these, in these cars. Like they're totally fine with that. Like, that destruction was okay because you don't see anyone dying, right? You okay. cannot just run over a kid. Like that was unacceptable. <laughs> we wanted to give the illusion that that could happen. There's um, rules, Peter. There's rules. It, well, I, I I guess can't kill kids on PG thirteen movie. So or in Battleship, the board game. Yeah, I guess. Um, so all that happens. Um, all the main characters are pretty funny uh, and likable. And, and you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say you can get invested with them, but uh, you, you definitely want to see what happens to them. Uh, and so much, in fact, is that, you know, they're very about all about this whole crew thing and, and like, Hey man, we need to protect the crew. We need to go help out this other people. You know, it's, it's Navy, right? You need to help out one another. Yeah. Uh, at one point, the aliens destroy like their whole like ship, their battleship and they're all leaving. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
all the crew is there. Like everyone's coming on the, away from these lifeboats and you think like, okay, cool. Like they're going to move on and figure out how to stop these aliens. And that's true. But only four characters really move on and they don't explain what happened to the rest of the crew. Like they made it seem like the rest of the crew was unfit for duty. And I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. It's, it came out in 2012. So whatever guys. Yeah. Um, you've had time to watch this. <laughs> exactly. If you don't, if you don't like it, yell at Ryan on Twitter. Um, Do it. They, this is all in a Honolulu area and they go and find the the battleship Missouri from history, and now it's like a museum, basically. And they go, and there's like the, the four main characters, you know, like the ones that you listed off, like Alex uh, Skarsgård or whoever, uh, Rihanna, and some of the other people I don't remember. They all show up on this ship, and like, oh man, like I wish we had a crew to to use this ship. I'm like what happened to your previous crew? Like I would think like, you know, they're all naval, naval men. Like they should all be with you and helping you out. But no, they're all con for no apparent reason. And they're like, Oh man, how are we going to like, we can't operate this ship, but this is our only, this is our last means of defense to stop the aliens. We need this ship. And, and then you start seeing from the background, all these old veterans come out. Which is really cool, right? Like that's it's a kind of a cool thing that happened, and they they do a little, you know, a you know, cool acknowledgement, just saying thank you for your service and everything you've done, but we need your help again. We need you to help fight back. And they're like, we're in Glado, and then they <laughs> they start up the the ship and they go in for one last battle, and it's it's pretty crazy. Um, so like it, it's it's the fun things like that, but also you got to get, you just have to look past all the ridiculousness, like the parts that just don't add up because it's a fucking movie about a, uh, a board game. So come on guys, get past it. So um, if this movie was renamed something else and you had, you were unbeknownst to it being a extremely off the wall plot based off a board game, would you think any different out of this? No, no. Like, I mean, it, well, I don't, here's the thing. I feel like they probably could have made a decent movie about battleships more. So like if they just left out the aliens, I think they could have had like various countries battling, you know, on the open seas, you know, where they could have made it pretty entertaining, but no, they went the alien route and uh, some would might say it might be more entertaining. So uh, I will say is give it a chance. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I, I absolutely think it's a, it's a watch. I mean, back to your, you know, one of your earlier questions, Ryan was like, (laughs) what movie is so bad, but you still really enjoy it. Like, I think, this movie falls in line with that. Like, okay. I was, I think I was super mad when I first saw it, but now rewatching it and knowing that it does suck, you have a whole, like you view in a whole different light and you really enjoy it. Uh, Like I would love to watch this movie again with, you know, with friends, you know, get, get some beers and go watch this movie. So, 
Um, it's up there. I don't know where Movie you find it now. Night. <laughs> yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore, so I don't know where you find it. But uh, I, wherever you can, check it out. I think it's uh, you'll have a good time. I guarantee that. I guarantee. Wow. It. Okay. All right. So maybe I have to watch that instead of everything and nothing and tomorrow and in between. Maybe they're about the same time length, which, you know, this movie did not need to be two hours and 11 minutes. <laughs> that was one thing I was like, yeah, they really could have shaved off some. Like, this should have been 90 minutes max. <laughs> Too long, didn't read, but watch it anyway. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I like it. Um, all right, Ryan. All right, Peter. Um, this can be a joint review as well because Peter and the movie and other people. But um, yes, uh, watch Top Gun Maverick, the legacy sequel to Top Gun, starring Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. I mean Tom Cruise. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, this movie they knew. This is what I'm liking about movies nowadays. They're aware of what they are, and they just go with it. They introduce the the first ten minutes in the movie were it was like a carbon copy of the original Top Gun. It was the credits, like the opening credits of Top Gun. <laughs> it literally was same and song and everything. <laughs> same song, same hype man, like all of the above. Like maybe the hype man gained rank later on, but they were still hyping the the jet fighters. You know, the jets taken off. Um, where they went with this was, you know, Maverick is still captain. Uh, he never ranked up, and he just he just wants to be the best Top Gun um, pilot out there. And um, I, I think the next set of scenes where they were sh- uh, showing him being uh, a rebel and not obeying orders was very, very much a nod to his character in the original Top Gun um, and taking a billion dollar jet and basically destroying it. And the thing about this movie is every other scene, like he would do something awesome and then he'd be in major trouble for it. But then they'd be like, well, I guess it's okay. Cause it's Maverick. So go ahead and let him continue doing it. And then if not, they're just like, Oh, I guess it's Maverick. <laughs> he got us. Har, har, har. That's the thing, Ryan is when you're the best, you can get away he, with a lot. <laughs> and he got away with a lot. He got away with everything. Like, in real life, the U.S. government would have been like, bro, you are dishonorably discharged and do not come back to the premise ever again. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, I was thinking about this is like, how, how many planes did he kind of destroy in this film? I think he did about as much as his kill count. I think it was like five. <laughs> I think you might be right. Like, yeah. Like, he destroyed that. A- super prototype plane and then he destroyed like two or three of his own he and when he was training oh the, and he's he becomes a trainer so that's like the that's the major sub subplot of this they're like hey we ju- we need you to like prepare for this mission but you're not doing it you got to train these other pli- pilots to do it in doing so they destroyed a bunch of planes don't you get in trouble for that yeah, because they're always that was the thing. John Ham's uh, John Ham's character was always like 
we're here for the people to make sure they can do it, but also to protect our planes. They're $30 million. <laughs> they really made you aware how much these planes cost. Like, <laughs> Like it was so every single time they blew up one, I was like, oh man, there's another 30, 30 million down the drain. <laughs> Peter, I'm not going to lie. The first one that he blew up and you know, that this was 20 minutes in the movie. Like when, when it blew up and you said, uh, well, that was a good movie. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That, like, that was just, rolling. And why did they got to do that? Because you know they're not going to kill the main character off right away, especially because you've seen him in the trailers doing a lot more of other things. Like it was just, it was unnecessary to even give the illusion, you know, like that was going to happen. Um, but like you said, Ryan, it was a great setup just to show how, you know, Tom Cruise, Pete, Maverick, He's the same old Maverick and he doesn't listen to anyone except for himself. And he's always there to push the limits and that's what he does. And so it was a perfect setup for that. And I, I loved it. Like I almost like this movie was probably a little bit more, you know, funnier than uh, the last one. Don't you think? I would agree. I think, and that's what I mean. Like movies nowadays, especially if they're a sequel or now this term legacy sequel, they can be a little bit more lighthearted and funny with things and they can throw their nod backs to the originals. Those originals, they really tried to hard to be like that movie, that iconic movie, like Top Gun Maverick had a lot more fun with itself in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> Jennifer Conley was a great addition. Um, her dynamic with Tom Cruise. I don't remember the character Penny in the first one. So I want to go back and watch it. I don't think she was in it. I I think what they did was, you know, they didn't ignore that, uh, you know, Tom Cruise uh, had a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of history has passed. A lot of events have unfolded from the events of the first movie and they don't ignore that. And so, I think Penny is a new character that they executed very well to at bring in someone and give them a backstory that they know each other, their past love interests and, and Maverick left to go, you know, he's a fucking Maverick. He just goes and does his own thing. Absolutely. Like Uh, that was, that was done really well because that, that was my, that was my question throughout the movie. I was like, who's Penny? I got the bar they were at, like the history of it, why he kept on going over there. Um, but who was this character? Who was her daughter? What 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 did what was she in the Top Gun universe? Because they didn't include Kelly McGinnis or Meg Ryan mm-hmm. in this movie whatsoever. So, but this is one of those movies that's so well written that you're like, oh, okay, that's what happened to them. That's why they are the way they are. Um, you know, the big the big reveal. Um, a lot of people know he's in it, but Val Kilmer, the way they executed his character and how he supported Maverick and how he was able to be in it uh, with his condition and his, you know, his uh, battle with cancer. They wrote that into the script extremely well. Um, they did the same thing with um, 
with Goose's son. Like they wrote that into the script really well. They explained why he has this tension with Tom Cruise and it played out throughout the movie. They didn't just shoehorn. So yeah, as a, as a viewer, as uh, like a Top Gun fan, you were intrigued by how this story was going to unfold between Maverick and, and um, Rooster Miles Teller and dude, Miles Teller, I didn't think he would be able to pull off that character that well. And I, he did a really good job. Um, you, you also had like a, a Maverick and Iceman kind of scenario between him and, uh, what was the other guy's name? Hangman. Yeah. Um, so the new class, you know, they were introducing a new class of Top Gun pilots, but what I liked most about it is they could end the series with these two movies. They didn't create this whole like Top Gun universe where you're going to see spinoffs with all these other characters in the near future and stuff. They can, but they can also just leave this as it is and be done with it. I hope they wait another like what, 10 years or 20 years (laughs) to do another legacy sequel with you know, now Goose is or not Goose, but Rooster's all grown up, you know. And he's all grown up and he's he's the new Maverick and you get this super old Tom Cruise coming out in a wheel oh no, he's still on his crotch rocket, apparently. Uh, that's one thing I noticed. I said it multiple times. Nobody bought new cars. No. And like they everything still had this like in this area it was like a bubble of like the eighties. And they did a good job with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, what I really liked about this one is I I liked how there was a clear mission uh, for this this movie. You know, in the the original Top Gun, you know, like the whole premise is, you know, they just go and they're in the the academy for Top Gun. You know, it's the best pilots around and we're going to make them even better, right? Right. And and then like they just you know, they get deployed basically and they get into combat. Like but it like I don't was the original Top Gun, was it really meant to be like, hey, we're training you to go against these forces? It was more just like, hey, we're just training you how to do dog fights, right? Yeah. Um it was just the training scenario. So in this one, they t- took the training aspect for an actual mission that was impossible and only Ethan can make it happen. I mean, um, Maverick. That's right. That he was the only one that could pull it off, which spoiler, he is the only one, (laughs) (laughs) which again, I think we all knew was coming. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't, did you think anything happened that was like unpredictable? No, everything was, I would say that was the one downfall of this movie is it was entirely too predictable. I mean, a lot of questions are, Hey, did this person die? Did this person die? Or, you know, um, what happened with this? Or, you know, as, as a movie, that's what 30 something years old, you want to know, like if there's another major death, like how goose died. Um, this movie doesn't really fulfill that. It, It really just has a lot of, predictability and and um and then it turns into mission impossible midway through so it's kind of strange <laughs> so uh yeah i i don't 
you know, I don't think any of this is really like spoilers or anything, but like, I mean, I just thought they, they did a good job. They kept you on suspense. Like it had all the, the, you know, the plot points devices that the original had and it, it was just well made. And it was a, a fun ride from the beginning to end. Like, like it is. And I absolutely think you need to go see this in a movie theater because this is just one of those movies. Like, I mean, like the the fights, the the aerial shots, the the flying around was just amazing. And I think you need that on a big bigger screen with this the the loud sounds. You know, like you need that to get in, in immersed into this. So, like, okay, yeah, Peter. So we didn't see it in the theater with like the Dolby cinema sound or IMAX or anything. And I, I want, I kind of want to go back and experience that. Um, Another one is a 4d where the seats shake and like you get fire and water blasted in your face. And, and, um, and then this other one is like squat. Yeah. During the, uh, the uh, weirdest game of football, you just get sweat just dripped on you. Ew. Yes. (laughs) Um, but the other one is this screen X where like they project extra film on the sides of the walls of the movie theater. Um, I kind of want to see it in either one of those modes because this is one of those movies where the, the dog fight scenes are just, they're phenomenal, dude. Like they made you actually feel like you were in the fighter jet you were in the cockpit with the pilot. And, um, I think that was executed extremely well. And even when they would cut and you would see like the third party's perspective, uh, it was just choreographed extremely well in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even the first one I I thought was cool as well. I mean, that, that was just, that's what made Top Gun. Like, I think so cool was just those aerial dances you know you could kind of say like just it was amazing it was really cool to watch like they use real fighter jets and this movie is probably takes it to a whole new level because of the new technology and what they can do um and it it just looks amazing they and they explain that with the new technology and then they even give it a little callback back to old technology multiple times in this movie so overall um, they did a very good fan service for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Everything was choreographed really well, and the plot was executed perfectly fine in this movie. I would give this movie a five out of seven. Perfect, Perfect score. score. Perfect score. I, I agree. I'm with you. So, all right. All right, What's Peter. Next? I already called dibs on it. Yes! Dang it. No! Oh. Oh. oh, God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Yes! yes! She's I'll tell you. I'll tell you what she's having. Um, Obi Wan. <laughs> she's uh, having a hard, a hard deck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because that's Meg Ryan, and Meg Ryan was in Taito. <laughs> Uh, but my recommendation is Obi Wan. I've only I'm only one episode in, so probably Ryan, you should probably have it more. But <laughs> uh, the the first episode I thought was pretty good. I, I the one thing though I noticed for me was 
the Princess Leia stuff, mm. and I don't mm-hmm. know. I I hope that's not a, a spoiler. I you know Obi Wan's the first episode. Yeah. Okay. But Obi Wan, you know, is watching over. Well, it's it's about Obi Wan and the Skywalker kids. Basically, is what I got from it. And the little girl that they got for Leia, and just the the acting from her and the acting from others around her. Not that good is what nope. I've noticed. I agree. But when you get to Ian McGregor, he's just fantastic. He is fantastic. And this movie is all based around him. And so he's, he's saving this show and he's making it very entertaining. And I'm, I'm going to keep on watching because of him and the actual story I think is actually really good. It's just, you know, it's tough with, with kid actors. I think sometimes, especially with, you can tell like, it, it has that lower budget feel to it, even though they still do some stuff really, really well. Like the, you know, all the, the CGI and the special effects is actually really good. <clears throat> so Obi-Wan is my uh, recommendation. Uh, I'll add to that. Um, I agree with you. Ewan McGregor is the savior of the series. Without him, I would not watch this. Um, my big thing with Disney and Star Wars, with your television series, you guys need to figure out your chase scenes because they look so fake. They, You can tell everything is CGI. You can tell the actors are running very slow. And... It, it's just not believable. Book of Boba Fett was awful. Um, Mandalorian was fantastic, but Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan, terrible chase scenes in, in all the episodes I've seen. And you're right, the little girl as an actress, um, she made Jake Lloyd look like a pure thespian. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I will say, I've been watching a Book of Boba Fett and I'm almost done and <clears throat> Yeah, I, I guess I'll say there's some corniness to it, but the Power all, Ranger scooters. Yeah, there is some weird stuff, but I, you know, here's the thing though. I, I kind of like that they again they're they're starting to make it their own. Like they're mm-hmm. they're they're adding in these weird elements that I'm digging, and it actually helped the plot somewhat because of why those kids they they were the way they were and what they were right. doing, which was like, yeah, you got technology in the future. Why wouldn't do th- they do the things like that they're doing? Like it, it just kind of made sense. It was weird, but it made sense to me. Um, and so, it, and maybe this is just because everyone was saying how bad book of Boba Fett was. And then me watching it now, I'm like, I kind of already had the, the lenses of like, this is going to suck. And I've been pleasantly surprised. I'm like, Oh, this doesn't suck that bad. <laughs> How far are you into that one? Uh, episode. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. Like five ish. Are you on the Mandalorian season three, episode one? Yeah, pretty much. Actually, episode <laughs> two. I would say. Yeah, that's that was a funny, funny thing about Book of Boba Fett. I was like, dude, this series better get good. And then when it became Mandalorian, I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. But even then, that that first episode with that was kind of uh, 
it was it was a filler episode, you know. You could really tell like what happened in that. It's like, oh, okay, they're you know they're getting stuff together for a Mandalorian season three stuff that we really don't need to know about. Really, like you could have easily explained that in you know the first episode, like where this came from. But they spent more time with it in uh, Book of Boba Fett, which is you know it was fine. <laughs> so. Um, well, Peter, I'm not so upset that you took Obi Wan for me because. Um, I'm going to recommend starting this Friday on Amazon prime, the boys, mm, the boys yes. starting up and, um, I, dude, I think it's just going to knock the other two seasons out of the water. Um, I'm really excited for, uh, dude, this is a series I binge watch. So, uh, the promos that they have and dude, Amazon does it best. They don't just throw you a bunch of trailers. They show you like, they get you used to these characters. Have you seen the new soldier boy? Um, like captain America promo cut that he's been doing for d- say no to drugs, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That's like good. the little things they're doing to uh, promote the show. It just has me so captivated by the boys. Um, th- I think season three is just going to be awesome. So, yeah, I agree. I'm excited. And are they releasing all the episodes at once? Uh, oh, good question. I do not know. I hope they are. I I can't remember if they did that in the past or, or how they did it. So I don't know. We'll find out. But come on Friday. Come on Friday. Hey, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like you got to go do daddy duty. Yeah, there's a baby crying. So. All right. Well, Peter, it's been a pleasure. Um, it has. Pew, pew it up. Uh, pew, pew out. Pew, pew All in. All right. Pew, pew the potatoes. See you and, next uh, time, Hard Deck. All right. Later, pew pew.